When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen, this is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before, and we read those scripts. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. Today's guest is the incredibly talented, very hilarious, very wonderful Mara Wilson, and she has never seen Die Hard, and she rewrote it, and we read her script. I, I, as far as reasons to have not seen something, this is one of the best of all time, and I don't want to spoil the story here in the introduction, so I'm not going to. Uh, you know, Mar, she has done tons of things. She is a voice on Hell of a Boss, which is a new animated web series. Uh, she's written books. Some of, you know, Where Am I Now? True Stories of Girlhood and Accidental Fame. Just a, a million things. She was Matilda, you know, going way back. She did Bojack Horseman. You know, it's one of my favorite shows. She got to do voices in that. Just incredibly talented, wonderful writer. Uh, find her online. I don't need to tell you. This is Mara Wilson. Why am I like, you should really check out this very incredible, wonderful, talented person who does millions of things. Go do that. Go find her and follow her and, and check out all the stuff she's working on now. This is Mara Wilson has never seen Die Hard, but she rewrote it and we read her script. Thank you so much. If this is your first time ever listening to the podcast, thank you. Go find old episodes. We got millions of them. Joe, you need to go out there. Sorry, it's my dog. Go find, we got every, every comedian. The million, not everyone, and tons of people go listen to some old episodes. We're on YouTube at Never Seen It, so you can find us on there. We're on Patreon at Never Seen It as well, slash Never Seen It, I guess. Early episodes, bonus stuff, unedited, uncut episodes, no ads, all that sort of jazz, early stuff. I said that, cool videos, all exclusive Patreon. It's a few bucks to check that out. Uh, this is your first time listening. Thank you. Go back, find some old ones, find some comedians that you like, find some movies you haven't seen, all that sort of thing. Is this your millionth time listening? Thank you for that as well. We are hundreds of episodes into this, and uh, I'm having a wonderful time. Thank you guys very much. This is too long of an intro, so I'm going to wrap it now. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, all that sort of stuff. You know how to find stuff. I don't need to tell you. This is Mara Wilson, has never seen Die Hard. Enjoy the episode. So we'll do the script, and then I have some games that we will play that are basically Mm -hmm. terrible movie conceptual games and then we're pretty good all right okay i can also talk a little bit about my relationship with this movie because it actually goes a little deeper than me never having seen it well that's what i would love to start with we could actually start with that right now yeah Uh, sure let's start with that (laughs) do we have have the 
I don't have a copy. I of think the I emailed you the script. Oh, okay. Uh, I text. It's you. really yeah. dumb. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's perfect. Uh, so real, yeah. So so uh, thanks for being here, Mara. You have never seen Die Hard before. I guess before we talk about having never seen Die Hard specifically, I want to look at the other movies that you presented as your options of having never seen. Yeah. Um. I've it, seen a lot of movies. I had like a really big cinephile mom. And then uh, my, I, I dated, I dated an NYU film major. Oh boy. For my entire college experience. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine we, we, and I love movies. So we watched a lot of movies. And uh, I remember once his mom called and this was fairly early in our relationship. And he was like, oh, I'm on a date with Mara right now. She's like, what are you doing? She said, watching the God, he said, watching the Godfather. And she said, oh, horse heads, hon. That's really romantic. <laughs> That's a, that is a nice day. It's fun to to assign a date where you someone's committed to you for three hours and 40 minutes if they yeah, want to know how the date yeah. resolves. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, I liked it. Well, I, I loved it, actually. I mean, yeah. it's the Godfather. It's a great movie. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. And, and, uh, <laughs> I, I'm glad that we were we were you know we 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 were in our relationship enough to know that we liked each other and that yeah. we would tolerate that. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. That's good. That's not second date. Godfather two. Third date. Godfather three. Then you hope for a fourth date. I suppose <laughs> after that one. Yeah, uh, something like that. That's a really. Um, I imagine you knocked out a lot of the. It's, it's good to be cinematically compatible with somebody, especially is, with yeah. a film student. Exactly. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be a lot of no. You have to. You right. got. You need to see this. Yeah, I think our second date was Vertigo, something like that. One of one of those, and and yeah, there was a lot of. There were times where I was like, like I still don't think he should have shown me Mean Streets as my first Scorsese. Because sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I watched it and I was like, I don't understand. I don't think. And then he showed me Taxi Driver, and I was like, Oh, okay, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I think I, I think The Departed was the first one I saw, and I was like, Oh, okay, I get it. And then I watched Taxi Driver, and I was like, Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I, I get who I was like, I like this. I get who this guy is. This is cool. Uh, and Mean Streets is a great movie. I just don't think it's the first Scorsese movie. Sure. Yeah. You want <laughs> a, a more accessible entry level, I suppose. Yeah. Start with The Age of Innocence, you know, <laughs> start with start with The Departed. Then you go to Taxi Driver. Then you go to Mean Streets. I, uh, dis- I took a, a film class on Stanley Kubrick in college, and I distinctly remember the so whole semester, which is plenty of time to like watch and flush out his very minimal amount of total movies. And so you're spending uh, the whole semester is almost over. And one of the kids in the class, he goes, we're just like talking, talking. He goes, I don't know if this means anything. I hated every one of the movies this year. And the teacher was like, thought it was a joke. Yeah. And he's oh like, God. no, I didn't like any of them. And then he's like, <laughs> the teacher was like 2001. And he's like, boring. And then he would like go through and list like every single one. And it didn't have... N- it's not that he didn't give them a chance. He came in every single week and was like, here we go. And then left I mean, thinking, oh my God. Kubrick isn't my favorite, but like, but like he's still, he, he's great. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. but yeah, but I can't imagine. I would have dropped, just dropped that class. I, especially right, because like we went in, we went in chronological order. And so we watched like uh, Barry Lyndon is like week two. And he's like, I'll stick this out and see if this is a movie that if I end up. And we make it all the way through and then like eyes wide shut finishes. And he's like, oh, for 14. <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> Yeah. That is, it was Poor a long guy. it was a long time to commit to maybe uh but I do appreciate him giving the longest shot ever. <laughs> Even I would think 
talking about it would make you like him more. You know, even if you were like ambivalent sure. on like a Kubrick movie or something, we'd spend like two weeks dissecting this. It would, but it, nope, he hated it. He hated the whole thing. Uh, anyways, so here's here's what you said you hadn't seen, and I have some overlap with you on here. Uh, you had never seen Jaws, Gladiator, Friday the Thirteenth, Babadook, Braveheart, Apocalypse Now, and then we landed on Die Hard. Um, yeah, you'll notice that a lot of these are horror movies or or scary movies. That yes. is because I am a wimp. I'm a huge <laughs> wimp. I don't like scary movies. They they uh, I, I don't like anything where people get tortured. Yes. You know, I I, I don't like that. Yes. I, I, that makes me very uncomfortable. So I don't like anything where people, people who like don't deserve it, people get, get, uh, get hurt. Oh, there's been a problem with my garage band. Hold on. Okay. I have to go back. That's okay. Um, and then I will, I will talk. I don't like anything where people get tortured. Yeah. Basically, or, right. or just when there's like unnecessary pain and suffering. I mean, not that there's such a thing as necessary pain and suffering, <laughs> but I don't like it when like people are hopeless Yes, uh, and 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 I feel like it's just a story about that, and there's like no larger message, or there's nothing. Like I'm okay if there's a movie with a sad ending, if it's if it's part of a bigger thing. But uh, I don't. I I also have that thing where like if uh, if and I don't know if this is like an OCD thing or what, but like if I see people getting stabbed, I automatically imagine or, or in pain, I automatically imagine it happening to me. Yeah, I, I can't not do I it. Yeah, so I can't. So, so anytime I see somebody being hurt in like a really horrible way, my brain is like, "Here's what it would be like if it happened to you." And sure. I'm like, "No, stop." <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I don't want to feel that. I'm like looking through that lens to all of these movies, and I'm like, "Jaws, very specific, oh, very painful yeah, death I, I, to apply One day yourself. I will watch Jaws, but it'll be, but I'll have to take yeah. Clonopin beforehand. Gladiator, very specific, very painful yeah. death to apply to yourself. Friday the Thirteenth, I have not seen. That one is. Is that Jason or Freddy? I think it's I think it's Jason, <laughs> yes. but but the the twist is, and I mean it's been forty years, so the twist is that it's Jason's mom. Oh, that's because right. Because he drowned in the lake, I, uh, and they didn't save him. That's right. I I, I could never or something like that. Um, I always confuse which Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth, which mm -hmm. I haven't I can, seen. I confuse them too. Yeah. And then they just started fighting each other to simplify it for people like us who didn't yeah. want to have to go see him. Um, the Babadook. I know it's a horror movie. I know it's one of the cool new ones, but I don't know anything yeah. about it either. Rebecca, I do don't you... either, except for like that tweet about yeah. somebody who dressed up as the Boba. Yes, that Halloween is party. so funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that. That's maybe my favorite part about October is the daily resurfacing of that exact. Uh, what yeah, is, is it, it had a more uh, adults drinking wine vibe. Yeah, and, and just the look on her face, like, well, I'm here. <laughs> it could probably, it's maybe the funniest thing that could happen. It's, yeah. Um, Rebecca, what does the Babadook have, like, deaths like this? Yeah, I haven't, I actually haven't seen Babadook, but, like, I... I just assumed you had. I, I would, don't know, I'm like, I, Rebecca's no, probably I, seen I it. I would, I would watch it, but I, like, Mara, like, I'm a wimp, and I also, like, have very vivid nightmares. Um, So, that's a nightmare, re literally nightmare-related um, so I was too scared when it came out. I would watch it now, but I don't yeah. know if I've ever seen a scary movie in the theaters. Cause I, I'm like, I want to be at home. 
<laughs> I want to be with like my sister or or like my cats <laughs> at <Yeah>. least. <laughs> you need like familiar movement around you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like I won't watch them. I won't watch them alone. And yeah. and I think I saw I think I saw Get Out in theaters, but I saw a bunch of friends. I, I saw it with a bunch of friends. Yeah. So so I was I was like, okay, I think I'll be all right. That might have been the and, last scary movie I saw in theaters too. Yeah, and I saw it at the. Uh, um... Oh, I saw us also because I because I I, I really liked Get Out, so mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll see another. Uh, I can see another Jordan Peele scary movie because yeah. these feel more like uh, like Twilight Zone kind of scary uh, instead of like you know stab stab kind of scary. Yeah, <laughs> the that... us the us trailer really scared me, so I didn't end up seeing that, that trailer. It's was very terrifying. scary. It is. It's scary, very great. scary. Us yeah. has some of the best horror acting of any movie yes, I've does. ever seen. I constantly, when horror movies come up on this, get defend them, and especially if it's around the Oscars, which I mm-hmm. guess it is right now. They could be right now. I don't know. Um, I doubt they're a Tuesday afternoon, but um, I, I, I think uh, horror horror acting tends to be overlooked, and that movie was full of it. Of yeah, like, no, Lupita Lupita Nyong'o was fantastic yes, in yes. it. I uh, I think that, yeah. and this is so specific for anyone who's seen it. The most fun I've ever seen anyone have is Tim Heidecker in that movie. Seemed oh, to be yeah. having more fun than like any actor has ever had doing was anything. He, was he Elizabeth Moss's husband? Yeah, he was him and Elizabeth Moss oh, kind of getting Elizabeth- to be these like jerk foils. <laughs> like they were yes. having the best time. They Elizabeth Moss was hilarious. She's just yes. she's just like this totally shallow like asshole woman on a beach. Yeah. And Lupita Nyong'o is just kind of like, okay. <laughs> it seems like and, that would be as fun yeah. as fun as as you could possibly have as an actor. It's like, I need you to play, I guess we can, we're not really spoiling us, like the biggest, shallowest jerk, which seems fun. Yeah. And then also a zombie <laughs> or like the, the flip side <laughs> reverse version of that as like a murderous, ver- and that seems so fun. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> exactly. And then uh, what do we have? Oh, Braveheart, famous death you don't want to picture yourself as yes and also just like i never got the mel gibson thing i i like i'm i'm jewish so like i especially didn't get it but i i i never just got i never got his appeal like i always thought his movies seemed really boring and i i never found him handsome he always just seemed kind of leathery to me and and uh, I, I was just like and I mean, I was like seven or eight when that movie came out. So, of course, I wasn't going to be interested anyway. Yeah. Uh, but I'm picturing you at age seven being like, I just think the lead's too leathery. Like when you're someone asks you if you want to go see Braveheart, <laughs> you're like, is, is that the leathery guy? Which sounds well, was, like a horror character. I, I, you know, I, maybe I was I was. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, there's that John Mulaney bit about being like being kind of gay as a kid. And I was yeah, I was I was kind of a I mean, I'm I'm queer now, but like. Yeah, I was I, I was kind of a gay preteen, <laughs> like yeah. just looking at men, old men and older men, grown up men and being like, I don't get it. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. Am I going to like like I had crushes on boys around me, but I I, I like looked at men and I was like, am I going to grow up to like these? And uh, sometimes, but not often, <laughs> it turns that was the answer. Turns out your Mel Gibson take aged like wine, like a very <laughs> fine wine. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I he seemed kind of self-important to me. Like I still... I remember finding out that he was in a movie called We Were Soldiers. And I was like, wow, that kind of, we were soldiers. All right, that seems, and I'm sure it's like actually a pretty good movie. I've yeah. never seen it. But just the, the the fact that the title was We Were Soldiers and there was this, his face on it looking like super serious. I was like, yeah, th- th- come on, Mel Gibson. Who, who are you? <laughs> um, but, but it turns out that Mel Gibson like 
probably like would want me dead. You know, he, he doesn't know who I am anyway. So, uh, so yeah, it did. It aged like wine. I really can't even think of, and I'm sure I've seen a Mel Gibson movie. I like, I don't know how I possibly wouldn't have. I think I saw Maverick and that was pretty funny. Yeah. You know, that was like a fun movie, but, but the rest of them. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. He's so famous. Yeah. yeah and I is. cannot think of a single head. Mojo. Have I seen him? Oh, he's asleep. Um, <laughs> well, it's kind of like Kevin Costner. Kevin, Kevin Costner was in a bunch of 90s movies. At least I know Field of Dreams. At least I'm like, that's Field true. Of Everyone Dreams. knows Field of Dreams. Wolves. Dancers with Wolves. Yeah. I'm looking at, at, at Mel Gibson. I have never. I have to look. He wasn't in Apocalypto, I don't think. Well, my Mad parents, Max. Mad Max. I, my my yeah. dad and this my stepmom crazy. gave me What Women Want for uh for christmas one year um and i don't i mean i don't really celebrate christmas but like my step my step family does and uh and i was like thanks but it, i i think they probably just got it on sale because it was right after his anti-semitic tirade sure so <laughs> they just so, had a walmart bin of mel gibson movies exactly exactly <laughs> and like i like uh I, I i like um you know i like helen hunt so i i liked her in that movie yeah. but but I wasn't in, super into 90s, 2000s romantic comedies anyway. So, yeah. yeah. Signs. I had to like really, really oh. think. Signs oh, is one I have yeah. seen. And I do like that. But I don't signs know. I didn't, signs I didn't like, but I, but yeah, but I, I, I can, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, then we have Apocalypse Now. I, I, I'll get around to that at some point. Yeah. I'll get around to that one. Yeah. That one is a, on a lot of people's lists. Of everything you listed, uh, Apocalypse Now and Braveheart do do appear on a lot of having not scenes. Yeah. And they they just carry a lot of uh weight. Everybody just knows quotes from them. But no urgency to see. Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've never been like but if I knew a little more about apocalypse now right now, I could put the pieces of this conversation. You know what I mean? It's not really like a exactly. pop culture like zeitgeist movie despite being so famous and so huge. Is that the horror, the horror? Oh yeah, I guess it might be. Or or I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I or think that, that I think that, you're in okay. the right one. Then. Yeah, see, I just know that, and then and then uh, and then Braveheart. I know <laughs> a lot you know, of the freedom. parts of these movies. I know. I'm like, now is that the from that Simpsons where they said uh, like it's like just from yeah. various Simpsons episodes that reference the movies, and then we landed on Die Hard. So yes, so Die Hard, which is I would say it and Jaws are the two even like upper echelon of famous movies on your list here. Well. Okay, so when I was, uh, when when you are mildly famous when you're seven years old, you get asked to do a lot of weird things. And uh, I I think there was some kind of promotion for, uh, for, for one of the new Die Hard movies coming out. And they decided to ask a bunch of actors what they thought about Die Hard. Maybe it was like the 10th anniversary of Die Hard, or maybe it was like probably even less than that or something. But I got asked to do, you know, sometimes you'll you'll see on on like movie channels and things or, or if they do if they're doing like a behind the scenes special, they'll interview people about what they think about the movie. Uh, and they thought it would be cute because that's kind of what I, I did a lot of things that like people thought would be cute in the 90s. And okay. they thought it would be cute to interview me about Die Hard, even though like I was seven and clearly hadn't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> so they would have people saying like, my favorite scene from Die Hard, and it'd be like Melanie Griffith being like, anytime Bruce Willis has his shirt off. Mm. And then it would cut to me saying like, I don't have any favorite scenes from Die Hard because my mom won't let me see it. Uh, <laughs> That's so <kinda> fun. <laughs> we filmed that, yeah, we filmed that like in my backyard. Okay. And it was just me doing this. And I was supposed to say... 
They also wanted, uh, they got everybody to say, you know, yippee kaye motherfucker. But I was supposed to go, yippee kaye mother, what? I can't say that. Okay. Uh, but I didn't understand. Like my mom, my mom said, she's like, you're supposed to say this thing, but you're not supposed to say this word. And I was like, what's the word? And my mom swore all the time. And she said something, but I misheard it as yippee kaye mother of fuck. <laughs> <laughs> And so for a very long time, I thought that that was it. I, I was like, mother of fuck? What does that mean? <laughs> and uh, I mean, not that motherfucker, I mean, I guess motherfucker makes a little bit more sense, but, but you know, yeah. uh, to, to a child, you don't want to think about that. Sure. Uh, or, or you don't know what that is. Yeah, really. you're not breaking down the origins here of this compound <laughs> word. Exactly. So, uh, and then I saw, I actually saw some clips from it and I saw Bruce Willis saying, yippee kaye, motherfucker. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's what he says. And all I remember was there was a scene from Die Hard 2 where like a plane exploded and they found like a teddy bear. And I was like, what's going on? And my mom's like, oh, they just want you to be like, oh, how evil. There was a child on that plane. Uh, my, my mom was a movie snob, yeah. as I've said. So, <laughs> so, uh, but I, but I didn't actually see actual Die Hard and really the only thing I knew about it. So, so yeah, I did this thing and I probably got paid for it. And that probably helped like, you know, pay my NYU tuition. Sure. Uh, <laughs> You know, but but I still never saw Die Hard. And all that I've heard all these years about Die Hard is uh, I, I learned Alan Rickman was in it like two years ago. Yeah. But for years, all I heard was, well, I think it's a Christmas movie. I think it's a Christmas movie. So that was all yeah. I knew was that right. it takes place at Christmas. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Every year there is the continual. It is a Christmas movie. And then mm -hmm. no one ever says it isn't. Right. I don't but some really people understand are very defensive that it is. <laughs> I just like, don't understand what the argument is. Is is yeah. I guess the argument is: is a Christmas movie a movie that takes place on Christmas, even if nothing that's happening is Christmassy, or is it a movie that's about Christmas and celebrating Christmas? And I, ultimately, the answer is: it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> it takes place on <laughs> yeah. Christmas. Who yeah. fucking who cares? I feel like if they reference it enough in the movie that you know when it takes place around there, that feels it's like as a baseline. Yeah, it's Christmas. You right. know, there's a Christmas that. party in it. I right. think. There, yeah. And there's a tree, yeah. and there's a whole thing. So yeah, yeah. and there's a, a lot of tweets every year. Which right there you go. It puts so it right in it. Exhausting. So I, I, it is a very funny title page that you have here. So let's go ahead and let's get into your script for having never seen Die Hard. Okay. Uh, you can cast it however you'd like. Generally, we have the the writer do their their wall to wall, all their stage directions and everything. Yeah, I'll do I'll do the stage directions, and uh, let's see. Um, um, Rebecca's can, really good can, at accents. I don't know if that comes into play for that, anything. Okay, a that's a that's a lie. <laughs> that's uh, that's a lie. Well, well, Rebecca, do you want to be Alan Rickman? Okay. Oh, but I bet she does in her core, so she'll fork. <laughs> Y yes, just be very, very British and sinister and, and okay. slow. Okay. Uh, and then, and then, uh, let's see. And then, let's see. Um, there's, there's Kyle. Do you want to be John? Sure. Okay. And then someone's gonna have to be uh, Holly. Um, e either of you can be can be Holly. Other than that, oh, and and there's also uh, Sergeant Al. So uh, Rebecca, I think you're gonna have to be Sergeant Al. Okay, All right. I'll do Holly. And, yeah, and and you can do Holly. John and Holly have one scene together. Okay, but uh, but I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be okay. Um, and yeah, and if anyone pops up, you can be or assign them as they come as well. We don't have to if there's any like uh, small okay. characters or anything. Okay. I didn't read it yet. I was getting excited. I wanted to read it as it came across. <laughs> okay. 
It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Uh, all right, all right. Um, okay, so Die Hard, written by Mara Wilson, based on a brief look at Wikipedia and one or two clips I saw as a child. Interior, office building, evening. It's New Year's Eve, 1980-something, and a bunch of very 80s-looking people are talking and laughing. Suddenly, Alan Rickman enters with two henchmen. Hello. I would like a very large amount of money. There's a very big murmur. Kyle, this is you. Ooh, sexy voice. Who is he? I, I love British accents. Oh, I'm not Brit- British. I'm Did Rebecca German. freeze right then? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Rebecca, I think you froze here on Zoom oh, okay. right when we got to okay. that one. All right. I'll read you the line. Okay. Am I unfrozen now? Yeah, you are. Okay. Um, oh, I'm not British. I'm German. What? No, he's not. You don't sound German. All right. That's it. He holds up a detonator. <laughs> I'm going to blow this place to shit. <laughs> the partiers scream. Yeah! <laughs> Interior, John McClane's house, evening. John McClane, who is shirtless for some reason, sits down to eat a massive Thanksgiving Day feast by himself. Sound effects. Ring, ring. John with a mouthful of food. Motherfucker. He picks up a massless, massive cordless phone. Split screen. Sergeant Al, pa- Al Powell. Sergeant Al Powell wearing, <laughs> that's hard to say. Sergeant Al Powell wearing a green shamrock pin and a green hat that says, today I'm Irish, looks stricken. McLean, we got a real situation here. I just started my fucking dinner. McLean, listen to me. Some German or British guy is going to set off a bomb at a party in downtown. Who, who the fuck parties in downtown LA? Yeah, it's weird, right? Oh, but I guess your ex-wife is there. Yeah, that's actually why I was calling. My ex-wife? Fuck! Yeah, you gotta save her. John throws down the phone and turns over the Thanksgiving dinner with a roar. He grabs a giant machine gun that was strapped to the bottom of the table (laughs) and slides on a a mesh-looking shirt and some suspenders. Yeah, fucking who, motherfucker? (laughs) Interior, office building, night. The partiers are all wearing pastels and there are giant (laughs) Easter eggs and pictures of bunnies everywhere. Alan Rickman paces. He turns to his henchman. Uh, you can be henchman number one. I'll be henchman number two. Okay. Isn't anyone going to try and stop me or negotiate with me? Uh, it's, uh, it's the LAPD, dude. And you're white. Alan Rickman groans in frustration and kicks a giant <laughs> Easter egg over. He grabs one of the party guests, Holly, a woman with immense curly hair and huge shoulder pads. You, you're my hostage now. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, 
but my husband's actually a cop. Oh, shit. Stakes. <laughs> oh, yeah, was- Interesting. He, he's actually my ex-husband. Still in a sinister British way. Even better. Wait, you're really from Germany? <laughs> Exterior, bottom of office building, night. John McClane throws himself through the glass window. He stands up, <laughs> covered in glass. A man with some happy Father's Day balloons exits to the unlocked front door and looks at John quizzically. Interior, office building, night. Three henchmen stalk the halls, all dressed in Halloween costumes. John McClane, dressed as a robot, runs down the hall. A henchman turns to see him and aims his gun. John picks up a giant pumpkin and hurls it at him, knocking him out. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Two other henchmen shoot at him, but his robot costume deflects their bullets. John picks up a dish of candy and throws it into the henchman's mouth. The candy has razor blades and drugs in it. A henchman starts bleeding profusely and another starts foaming at the mouth. Always check your candy, motherfucker. He then opens fire on all of them, you know, for safety purposes. Their flammable Halloween costumes immediately go up in flames as John jumps into an elevator. Cut to interior top, uh, exterior, top of office building, night. John climbs up a ladder to the top of the building where a time bomb is beeping. He tries to dismantle it, but can't. Now the bomb is going faster. Ah, shit. He turns and decides to fling it several blocks to the south and west. Yabba-dabba-doo, motherfucker. (laughs) It explodes, leaving a smoking chasm. Cut to exterior smoking (laughs) chasm. Passersby check out the damage as the LAFD puts out the fire. A man in a button-up shirt places a sign in the middle that says, future home of Staples Center slash some crypto bullshit arena, (laughs) just his hand and walks away. Exterior, top of office building, night. Offstage, Alan Rickman. Well, well. What? Calling out, still offstage. I said, look, just climb down the ladder, all right? (sighs) Okay. John shimmies down the ladder. Exterior, interior, high floor of office building. Alan Rickman stands flanked by his two henchmen. He is holding Holly. Well, well. Give her up and we'll give you the money. No, you won't. Yeah, probably not. Don't you want to rescue your wife dramatically? It is Valentine's Day. Funny you mention it. John uses his machine gun to shoot a giant heart pattern in the glass wall behind (laughs) Alan Rickman, killing his henchmen in the process. He then whirls around and kicks Alan Rickman in the chest. Be mine, motherfucker. (laughs) That was the funniest one. (laughs) Alan Rickman falls back through the shattered window with Holly. Oh! John! Uh, (laughs) Oh, shit, sorry. John then grabs a fire hose and jumps through the window, holding it. Exterior, office building side, night. John is using the fire hose to rappel down the side. It's pretty awesome, though actually was much cooler in this Bollywood movie I once saw. (laughs) I told my friends about it while I was trying to prove how much wilder Bollywood action movies were, but they were like, oh, they did that in Die Hard. Okay, but once in a Bollywood movie, I saw a guy stomp on a bunch of chili peppers and then kick his enemies in the (laughs) face. And you didn't see that in Die Hard, did you? Anyway, John gets down the building just in time to grab Holly's hand. She climbs up the rope and they glance down at Alan Rickman, who is still falling and still screaming. (laughs) He even... Scream sexily. I I know. know. (laughs) Exterior office building, night. John and Holly rappel down to the bottom of the building where Sergeant Al is waiting. Fourth of July fireworks go off in the sky behind them. Good job, John. Just doing my job, Al. 
No, you weren't. <laughs> he doesn't even work for the LAPD. That's like the most honest line in the history of any cop script ever. <laughs> and he doesn't even, from, from what I've learned, he doesn't even work for the LAPD. I don't know. It's, like it's true. Insane. It's true. No, you weren't. I think yeah. I'm actually crying because that's so funny. <laughs> he wasn't. And I think from what I've read, he doesn't work for that, that cop department anyway. It's very vague, but it's very yes. accurate for how the police generally operate. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. Holly and John kiss. Suddenly, a weird woman with bright orange hair wearing only white bandages falls from the sky, then gets up and dusts herself off. Here. John takes off his mesh shirt and suspenders and hands them to the woman. She pulls on the clothes and scampers away into a different movie. <laughs> that was very charitable of you, John. Not really. I mean, it is Yom Kippur, motherfucker. Everybody laughs. <laughs> then they immediately get somber because it's Yom Kippur. <laughs> End. Bravo. Thank you. If at any Spot point on. in any movie, the, the I want to, the, the sergeant goes, stop. <laughs> they never like, do. 20% of movies don't happen. Yeah. Even when yeah. they're like, give me your gun and your badge, but then I'll turn around while you take all of the evidence home and figure this out on your own in some yeah, weird way. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, just doing your job. Like, you fucking were doing your job. Yeah. You put the, I don't know what the fuck you were doing. <laughs> well, but, all, if it hadn't but, all yeah. worked out, we'd punish you. But since you killed the bad guy, we don't care that you blew up a city block. Like, it's a yes. lot of, like, that sort of stuff that happens. Right. Yes, Although, exactly. once again, I think they detonated a bunch of fireworks in a weird neighborhood in L.A. Like, seven. anyways. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Um. Wow. Not wrong. <laughs> Alan Rickman falling <laughs> is important. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, thinking of I, details. Yes. Yes. It's well. I looked up Die Hard to find the cast, and and the Google suggestion was like Die Hard Alan Rickman falling, mm -hmm. or like Hans Gruber falling, and I was like, oh, I guess I guess that's a thing. So, it is. so yeah. I, I don't know if it's a meme or if it's just like a very famous thing. Uh, yeah. I, wait, yeah, they are. His accent doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. This is like in that fifteen years where it was just that was the bad guys sounded like that. There's, I mean, it's very, there's, there's, I think like, there was some Irish actor recently who was like, who, who was saying, he was like, yeah, I, I, I put on a, I put on an English accent every time I'm this because people, people seem to like English accents for villains. Mm -hmm. He's like, and, and I think he was either Irish or Scottish. I can't even remember who he was. So like. Probably for a lot of his history, you know, shout out to Braveheart, I guess. Uh, the, the English were the enemy. <laughs> I mean, so, in the grand scheme of the world, has there been one single larger enemy than the, like, in the Western world? In the Western I mean, world than like the, uh, the, the England's naval fleet. Yeah, I would well, say I only mean, maybe tied with Spain, but yes. yeah, no, yeah, Spain in <laughs> in the, tied in with the West. Spain. In in the Western world, like definitely the yeah. two. I mean, oh. yeah, I'm 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 from LA. Like we 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 Father Junipero Serra's, uh, uh, you know, Camino Real, like on the side of the freeway, like w in my hometown. That's uh, yeah, that that's very much marked. But like, I only recently put together that the sun never sets on the English on the British Empire. It literally meant that like 
it could be sunset at any time of day because all over the world they had they right. had all these colonized things. So yeah. it was always it's always daytime at some point of the British Empire. Right. Well, that's what so you get I, for Canada being so wide. <laughs> <laughs> They're buying themselves twelve hours of daylight from one country. True. Them and Australia. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Australia is also massive. Yeah, so. it is. But but yeah, that's kind of why I thought. I mean, Alan Rickman is famously sexily British. Yeah. And uh, and I was like, he's supposed to be German. And also, I wasn't sure if he was supposed to be West or Eastern German, which was a thing at the time. Because it I was don't, still the uh, 80s. It is so weird to think that enemies just sort of sounded like whatever uh, America publicly was villainizing at any given moment. Right. So, so there's yeah. like yeah. an era Cold where it's like they're all Russian. They're all yeah. Russian. They're all and yeah. it's like post-Cold War, like post-Cold War pre-9-11, villains just sort of sounded... <laughs> Germany ish yeah. and like this like weird other sort of uh Eastern European mess. Well, I remember so I was in gonna go ahead and name drop here. Uh I was in an accents and dialects class in college with Rachel Bloom. And I, I remember we were talking about how we were good at doing Russian and German accents. And I think one of us made a joke, probably me. I think I made the joke. I was like, huh, too bad the Cold War's over, right? We could get some real parts. Uh, <laughs> that joke didn't age well. <laughs> you should have said, too bad a Cold War is over. That's like, exactly. a, it's like that famous joke where there's like a time travel. I don't remember if there's like a time traveler from uh, finds out that there was a World War II. And, and then he's just like, wait, what do you mean, two? Do you know what I mean? And so, yeah, like, oh, exactly. We're running this back. Exactly. So, uh, so, so yeah, I mean, I, 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 I am pretty good at doing a Russian accent, but yeah, you would think, but also I, I could also see them being like, you know, so Alan, could you make him more German? And Alan Rickman just being like, no, <laughs> and being like, all right, well, okay, we tried. I could see him making them more German and then he like adjusts his posture and they're like, we meant the, uh. Vocally, not yeah, not, not yeah. physically, and he's like, "Oh well, no, this is all right." I saw. I mean, there are a lot of like very educated, you know, like a lot of people who get like a lot of education do end up in in, in European countries and in uh, in like in Asian countries come out speaking like very British. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's some there's a little bit of like you know, yeah. oh well, maybe that's maybe that's what it is. You know, yeah. you can much kind of like my one roommate bit. who studied abroad in college. If you spend a little time, <laughs> you seem to pick. It seems to be how you speak when you get back to our flat, which Ex is a two story house <laughs> in Columbia, Missouri. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I remember I saw a, a Broadway play that Alan Rickman was the star of, and it was really, really great. I don't remember what it was called. It was just. It, I guess it wasn't super spectacular, but he was wonderful. And then I went back like four months later because Jeff Goldblum had replaced him and the rest oh, of the cast was the same. Whoa. And I was like, uh, I would do, you know, do, do the rush. It was like it was written different. It was such a spectacular <laughs> way to view acting to see yeah. two, two people make something good. But it, you could have convinced me that like they were it was not the same play in any capacity. Well, it was almost like a weird improv game happened in front of me where they like yeah. froze Colin Mockery out and brought Ryan <laughs> Stiles in or something like that. That's a reference I actually do assume people who listen to this podcast will get. Um, I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. But it was wild. But I just remember after after seeing Jeff Goldblum, who was very great in it, thinking Oh, Alan Rickman might be the best at this. Do you know what I mean? He's like, it's like, it's like he's very specifically great. Yeah, um, in pretty he much was, everything. He was really great. I had a friend who lived in his building for a while. 
Oh, wow. So she like actually saw him in real life. Yeah. I feels like every time I went there. Every time I went there, I was like, am I going to see Alan Rickman today? But I never did. <laughs> I'm just going to leisurely ride the elevator this afternoon for a while. Just exactly. Just see if anyone comes by. Exactly. Um, well, thank you for, for uh, it's not, I mean, when I think about the practical plot of Die Hard, which I did see for the first time maybe a year and two Christmases ago. Me too. It's, it was in the last two years. You weren't far off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know there's a building. I know someone yes. falls. I think it's I know like, there's an yeah. ex-wife and a lot of people get shot. I do think it the is building good. is good. I mean, it yeah. is fun. It, it is it good. It lived and, up to what I that's was That's what expecting. I've heard. Yeah. Like, I've, I've heard it is a very fun movie. Yeah. It's it's a really and I probably good, will yeah. watch it sometime, like, it's at a, a good, party. Yeah. Back when, good, yeah. when we can have parties again. It is a fun... It's a good example of, like, the, oh, I see all of the things that kind of ripped this off that I have seen. Exactly. Right. Like the Bollywood movie I saw. Which, that uh, scene sounds incredible. It was. It was incredible. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was really so cool. Awesome. And there, the one where, yeah, the, the guy, there's so much, like, I, one of my, my friend Abe introduced me to Bollywood movies because Abe, like, Abe and I are both, like, musical theater nerds. At, I mean, he's literally a musical theater actor. He was in Beetlejuice recently. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I, we both love spectacle. So he's like, let me show you some Bollywood movies. Yeah. And, like, in Bollywood movies, there's, like, I, I saw one where a guy was riding around on a jet ski and there was a heat-seeking missile that was, like, yes. attached to his what? jet ski. <laughs> and, and he had to keep, like... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. I've one t- At one point, I watched a Bollywood de- death youtube compilation oh and it's yeah. just like it is insane Please and then send it makes you remember you're like oh amazing. these can be uh um movies can be fun you know what I mean? it's like, exactly it, i don't care exactly. it's not realistic <laughs> sorry i'm having a good time watching a movie i know it's <laughs> exactly. not realistic i think someone wrote this down before they said it all i i watched the pa- the the pakistani uh uh she's the man where where a, a woman dresses up like a man to join a cricket team. Yeah, and it was actually really good. Oh, that sounds like this show happened. <laughs> it sounds a little bit like this show happened. Exactly, exactly, yeah. It is fun. Um, well, oh, that's so fun. I'm, I'm, I'm going to find that compilation. I will send it. All right. Uh, mm-hmm. We got a few games we play here on the podcast. Mm-hmm. They're movie movie related. This first game we play, and we even have some theme music here. This first game we play is called Before Get and After. Ready to play Before and Afters. How it works is a little bit like the Before and Afters category in Wheel of Fortune. Two movies have been smashed together into one. I will read you the smashed together plot. Uh, you two have to guess the smashed together title. Some so for instance, uh, Saving Private Silverman. The Wolf of Wally Street. These are sort of smashed together <laughs> in uh, what would be what what reviews on iTunes called poorly, frustratingly smashed together. So that's where we, <laughs> <laughs> okay. what people would All say. Right. Um, let me go. I got a list of them here. So I'll read the plot. You can work together or you can uh, uh, guess on your own. It, I, really I, I, I want to be a team player, Rebecca. Let's do this. Yeah, let's do it. Everyone's okay. a team player until they get one on their own. <laughs> All right, here we go. We'll start with an easy one here. A duo of government agents who regulate alien life on Earth are caught up in a rivalry between two ballet dancers. Oh, Men in Black Swan. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I was thinking The X-Files, but it's only movies. Well, only I guess movies. The X-Files were, was a movie at some point, but mm, two yeah. movies. But that would yeah. feel like almost like cheating on my part to say, I would have to say The X-Files movie for Vendetta. That's like something mm, I could maybe do yeah, once again. Yeah, another that's Natalie true. Portman. That's true. Okay, I'm, I'm overthinking it. <laughs> oh, anything I do, if you're thinking about it, 
you're overthinking it. Like if, <laughs> I, I make, that, I make that mistake almost every time. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll get a little bit more difficult here. A man attempts to destroy all of the horcruxes that cast a spell on him where he only sees someone for their inner beauty. Okay, I know this one because you texted me about it, so I'm gonna. Oh, let that's Mara, right. I did. I'm gonna let Mara one. just figure that one out. Um. Okay. So it's it's uh. A man. Harry. Through. Harry. Let's see. What? Okay. What's the What's the last one? Right. Harry Potter and the. Oh God. What's the seventh one? And well, the, you know it's the seventh, the, so it's the de- it's the Deathly Hallows. The Deathly Hall. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's the Deathly. It's Harry Potter and the Deathly Shallow Hallows. Yes. I was like, I was like, the sixth is is half blood prince. So I was like, shallow half blood prince. <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Uh, all right, we have two more. Um, two more. Let me find. I have a pretty hefty list here. Here we go. A mild mannered Uber driver is recruited to help catch a heroin dealer who murdered his brother, a beloved funeral director in a small Texas town. This one is tough. Um. Is the first one that Kumail Nanjiani movie? Yeah, Kumail, the big, the big sick. Because oh. he's a, he's an Uber driver in that. I right? forgot that he was. You're right. The big, the big sick. Yeah. He's an Uber driver in the two movies that I. I mean, you know what was crazy in the Eternals? He was also an Uber driver. It was written. No, he wasn't. Wow, I got really scared because I have not seen that, and that would be. A, they that make would be, like yeah. this okay. interdimensional so, so robot superhero and Uber driver. No, he's a Bollywood actor. In he is a Bollywood that, actor. Right? It's okay. actually a, a very funny in bit Eternals. where he he lives forever, but he's a Bollywood actor, and so he's been. His dad, his grandfather, and his great grandfather. He just keeps like tricking funny. them into thinking he. Then he's like, no one notices because they think we all look the same, anyways. So I've just wow. become the general, wow. anyways. Um, yeah. A mild man so, Uber so, driver is recruited to help catch a heroin dealer. That's the first plot. I think that's Stuber, right? Who that murdered movie. his brother, a beloved funeral director in a small Texas town. Uh, okay. Well, it's oh. not three. Th- okay. Nope. Go go ahead. <clears throat> no, go ahead. Go ahead. You you do. I it. I think it's Stu Bernie. I I promise you, I'm usually very bad at this. this is, <laughs> what I'm is what, like, okay? What is the second movie? Bernie. Bernie. Bernie it's a Jack is a Black Jack movie. Black it's very good. Movie. Oh, okay. All I, right. I happen to have seen that movie in theaters, so I, I actually <laughs> okay. knew that one. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Final one. Final one. Um. A young jazz drummer is trained by an abusive teacher until he is saved from drowning by a beautiful mermaid who whip seeks splash. Him. Whip splash. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let your whip legacy splash. be that you interrupted because you knew whip splash before the end. That's incredible. <laughs> is splash the share movie? No, splash is the that's mermaids. Splash oh, that's is mermaids. the one. Splash is the one where Daryl Hannah rescues uh, Tom Hanks from okay. drowning. And uh, and then she's a mermaid who comes and and she she yeah. it's sort of a Little Mermaid type story, but it's just her her experiencing like like a week as a human. Oh, Some wow. would call it a fish out of water movie. Oh, okay, I don't have exactly. a, boo, a booing sound effect. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, she, she gave rise to the name Madison. They're they're walking down the street and she looks up at the street sign and she's she's learned to read and talk th- from TV. And she looks up at the street sign and she goes, Madison, I like Madison. He goes, Madison's not a name. And she goes, well, I want to call myself that. And now we have thousands and thousands oh, wow. of baby girls named Madison. Yep. <laughs> that's like gonna, like, that's not going to ruin yeah. my day, but it's going to like affect it on a direct. <laughs> <laughs>
inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep. So I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Ron Howard directed it. He did. He did. Yeah. He, I mean, he did like. He's really good at directing true events. Apollo 13, (laughs) Splash. Splash Nixon. You know, you you start off with some like fun, silly movies and then you move into, you know, the the heavy shit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, there we, that was, we, that's it for before and afters. We're ending with that one. That one's too good. <laughs> that was the most successful uh, before and afters that, I've ever participated in. I don't think we've ever done one where we didn't leave with someone going, technically that wasn't one or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be, I try to be a good loser. I know there's a lot of stuff I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know Bernie. I don't. I don't know a lot of these <laughs> until uh, I'm looking up the plots to them. And then you look up a plot and it's not the movie you remember or something. Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. If you like look up the plot to like train spotting, like that's not how I would describe it is how Google would give you a blurb to it or something like that. Yeah. I don't know why that's the one I thought of. Uh, all right. This next this game we're going to play. This game is called Build the Perfect Movie. I haven't heard these sound effects in so long. Build the perfect movie. How this game works is I will give you a category of movie. You will be competing against each other in this one. And you each have to pick two movies whose Rotten Tomatoes score adds up to as close to 100 as possible without going over. So Price is Right rules apply. So you'll you'll both pick one. I'll give you a category. You'll both pick one. We'll review the scores. And then you each have to pick your second one to try and add up to as close to 100 as possible. Does that make sense? Mm, okay. So if I said like a perfect Robin Williams movie and you looked at a... a Happy Feet, which is a 76, and RV, which is a 24, that would add up to 100. That would count as a perfect Robin Williams movie in the game, and you would win there. Okay. Um, And for our category today, we are going to do perfect. uh, What decade do you want to do? Any particular? Mm, I say 70s or 80s. All right. Let's go 80s. We're going to try and build the perfect 1980s movie. And so you'll uh, each pick one, and then we'll review the scores, and then you can that way you can pick your second one. And oftentimes, I will tell you, because Rebecca's plays before, Mara, people like to go low and then go high as a frequent category. Mm-hmm. Um, they, basically, like picking polarized ones because rather than trying to pick 250s. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a frequent category. But here we go. So, Rebecca, what is your first movie you would like I here? think this is Perfect an 80s, 80s movie. movie. Can you confirm if this is yeah. 80s? I think it might be like 89 or something. Teen Witch? Teen Witch is 1989. Okay, perfect. Great. That'll be your first one. All right. I'm going to choose The Apple. I don't know that movie. It's terrible. (laughs) It's really, really bad. This poster is incredible. (laughs) It's it's, it's such a bad movie. I'm sorry that to everyone listening, this will not play, but we cannot move on until I screen share I need to see. the poster I from need to the see. Apple. Oh my it's, god. It's, it was supposed to be it's supposed to be like a like an Adam and Eve type story about like an evil mega corporation that owns all of the music uh in oh, the world wow. and owns everything in the world, but like 
And honestly, like watching it now, I'm like, oh, actually, that does technically happen. Like some of these things yeah. have come to reality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, and like you can't sit in a certain park unless you have like a little thing on your forehead. And I was like, oh, there are like private parks in San Francisco and in London and like at a bunch of big tech mm-hmm. incorporation cities. Right. So, you know, uh, but it's really bad. It's supposed to be like all about music. The music fucking sucks. Oh uh, and at the end, they're all rescued by God, I think. Oh, but my God. It's. But you don't really know. There was supposed to be like a beginning thing with like God creating the world. And, uh, but they cut that. So you have no idea who this guy is. He just shows up in a Cadillac and then they, uh, they, they <laughs> sail off into the sky. There was a lot of like driving off into the sky wow. in late 70s, 80s movies. I mean, you've got Greece, you've got this. I can't think of a third example, but yeah. probably there was. But two is a lot. <laughs> yeah, two is a lot. Two, two is, is a, lot. a lot. All yeah. right, here we go with our scores. So, uh, uh, Teen Witch, Rebecca Teen Witch. Is a forty-four percent. Okay. So you're gonna look for a six, a fifty-six. Mara Apple, the Apple, is a twenty-seven percent. So you're gonna be looking mm-hmm. for That's a seventy-three. Um, okay. So Mara, you'll pick first because you have the bigger number left to go. Uh, you're looking for a seventy-three, nineteen eighties movie. You don't want to go over. Uh, I'll try Splash. It's right. so hard to like remember what yeah. is when. Also, also you don't know what what was reviewed back well back then and what was. It's really you really know? crazy looking back at the '80s where there were also first off seven thousand less reviewers mm-hmm. than like Rotten, a Rotten Tomatoes movie now is like right. fifty five thousand reviews, mm-hmm. and they value different things. The yeah. like comedies so, that we love and revere now from the late 80s, early 90s are like 7% or something sure. yeah. like that. There was like Ebert and Malton and mm-hmm. like Pauline Kael mm-hmm. and like, I don't know who else, Siskel, I guess, because yeah. it's Siskel and Ebert. So it was like four, there were like four reviewers that everybody knew. Richard Roper was like the youngest Roper, reviewer right. ever when he got on TV and he was like 58. Like exactly. <laughs> he was like the youngest yeah. reviewer in the history of television. And they're yeah. like, he's, he's the only, he's 58 years old. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, so okay. I'm going to a... go with, I'm going to go with the, the first Bill and Ted movie. I think that's eighties, not nineties. Yeah. Right. I want to say that's also late eighties. But... Excellent adventure. Yeah. Is 1989 as well. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. right. (laughs) You're really cutting it close. I'm cutting it really uh, close. On all of your movie releases. All right, here we go. Uh, Back to your first movie, Teen Witch. Why does it not show me the wrong time? Is a 44%. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, 81. Damn it. Well over. Well over. And reviews that hold up. The I, mean, Apple it's a fun I love that movie. It's it is great. a really fun it's movie. It is a fun movie. I just kind of assumed it wouldn't be like highly reviewed, but I know, like people I just, like it, yeah. you know? It makes me happy yeah. that people, critics liked it. Yeah, <laughs> me like, too. Yeah, um, it makes me too. It's, it's, yeah. And speaking of can't believe how critics liked it, the Apple 27%, Splash 91%. Oh, no. So we both went over, both out. We Everyone both went over. That's it looks crazy. like I win and I'll keep hosting the podcast. Uh, <laughs> wow, 91 we, I, I like Splash. I mean, I know there's parts of it that I, I haven't watched it since I was a child, so I know there's part of it that parts of it that definitely didn't age well. But uh, well, that's the I thing mean, about stuff that doesn't age well. They filmed it then. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Ma- Madison is Madison is very very consenting when it comes to sex and stuff. So I guess Great. that's better than a lot of '80s movies. Uh, no one really called out Guillermo del Toro when he won an Oscar and didn't credit Splash, huh? <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, right. Our last game 
that we're wrapping up here. This is a fan favorite game. This game is called Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad is Describing. Having only watched the trailer <laughs> and never having heard of okay. the movie. Okay. 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 Oh, wow. Guess what movie okay. trailer Kyle's okay. dad is describing. Okay. Having only watched the trailer okay. and never having heard of wow. the movie game. How this game works is my dad watches a movie trailer. He then describes what happened in that movie trailer. You have to guess what trailer he's describing. To catch you up to contextual speed, my dad has not been to a movie theater since the first Space Jam came out. So mm. actors escape him. Um, I would say he could name eight actors if you really asked him. Uh, and so we're, we're not working with a lot of context. And then he watches a trailer and then he he sort of describes what's going on into a voice memo on my mom's iPhone. I make my sister do this with movies and musicals sometimes because she also has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, her, her describing Les Mis is like one of my favorite things ever. <laughs> it is. Uh, he's getting better, but then he's like also getting more confident and he's further off. So here's a brand new one <laughs> we've never had on the show before. Uh, one, all right. Here we go. Okay. It's going to be beautiful. He's giving a speech. I recognize this guy. They're kissing on rocks. My God, what happened to him? Wait, they got sucked into a cave? It's one of those things she might have heard about. She went home, but now she's still there. Rapid shots of them talking about their situation. Nothing matters. He's asking to cut in. That's funny. He got the drugs. A lot of shots of them doing stuff, but they say it's meaningless. Wait, there was a cake. Bomb? Wow. Seems nice outside. This is the hardest one I've ever heard. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> There's a lot of shots of them doing stuff. They get sucked into a cave? It's not the time traveler's wife, is it? It is not. Because I, I remember he disappears because he's a time traveler. Right. This one is very hard. Do, do I, we, do, I don't. I don't know about. I this. can tell you this movie is is less than five years old. Okay. Can Can we hear it again? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that, you yeah, can keep please. that context. It's a very new movie. Okay. Okay. It's going to be beautiful. He's giving a speech. I recognize this guy. They're kissing on rocks. My God, what happened to him? Wait, they got sucked into a cave? It's one of those things she might have heard about. She went home, but now she's still there. Rapid shots of them talking about their situation. Nothing matters. He's asking to cut in. That's funny. He got the drugs. A lot of shots of them doing stuff, but they say it's meaningless. Wait, there was a cake. Bomb? Wow, seems nice outside. <laughs> okay, I'm thinking if there's a cave and there's bombs, it might be a war movie. But is it a Batman movie? Okay, you're laughing. It's probably not a war movie. I'm guessing it's I not just, a war movie. I just couldn't think of anything that is less than a war movie. I feel like, okay, it's, <laughs> it's some kind of romance, right? Like, it's a romance film? It could be, like, a funny romance. I it's, haven't it's, seen it, but people say it's a really, really wonderful recent romantic comedy. Oh, oh 
Interesting. A recent uh, romantic comedy. This one is Have so there hard. been romantic comedies? <laughs> <laughs> okay, is, so the thing so about hard. the cave is really like really confusing. Yeah, the cave is really throwing me off. I watched the trailer and he, they do kind of get sucked into what I I haven't seen the movie so I don't know if it's a cave or not. Okay, but they get sucked into something. Is this like an Adam McKay movie? No. Okay, it's oh, not. Well, I don't think so. I think it no. was smaller than that. So is it like a spoofy movie or it's like a it's like one of those comedies that's not really a comedy? Um, I think it's straight up a comedy. I really this is so hard and I don't know how to describe it. But if I told you any detail about it, you would guess exactly. Is what it American? It is. Yeah. Is it they came together or no? No. Okay. There's there's if drugs. I told you the star, you would guess it immediately. He if said told, he said I recognize that guy and my dad didn't know dad, who this guy. My dad knows who this guy is, but there's no way he knows his name. Oh, so it's not Brad Pitt because that's like one of the only no. ones okay. he knows the name <laughs> of. Yeah, I was trying to think yeah. like Brad Pitt movies because I know your dad knows Brad Pitt. Yeah, he. It's does. not a Marvel movie, is it? No. Okay. This is so difficult. <laughs> was it nominated for anything? Honestly, I could see it maybe, but not an Oscar. But we're like, gonna it's have people... to like we're gonna have to do like this. Uh, we're gonna have to get hints because otherwise, there's literally yeah, yeah. Because yeah, what what was how difficult this is this this is a ninety five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What? This is a this is a genre of movie that you if you describe the genre, you'd say be giving a different movie's title to give the genre of movie. That's uh, a terrible hint that makes wait, a ton of sense. What? You know what I'm saying? The <laughs> what? genre of movie, it's like if an action movie, I, and I called it like, oh, that's like a diehard movie. You know what I mean? If I described oh, like, people in a burning building. It's like referential. Blah, blah, blah. It's this like, is like very referential to another movie that is also like the titular of this genre. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I think they know about that movie in this movie. This is insane. <laughs> I want to tell you so bad. Because uh, <laughs> It's hard to give a hint that won't completely. Can, can you give, give another actor in this movie? Uh, J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Why? Like, I gave you the actor that will like throw you off. I it's didn't... not. It's not La La Land, is it? No. Okay. Takes J. place K. in the K. same Simmons. state, though. Okay, so it takes place in <sighs> California. J.K. Simmons is in it. It's a comedy that is like a pastiche of like another comedy. <laughs> It has a 95% of Rotten Tomatoes and it came insane. out in the last five years. This is <laughs> the least helpful. I, I, I want J.K. To tell Simmons you, I, is in every fucking movie I know, these days. I know. This is actually and a on every splash. TV show. You didn't know Whip Splash was actually <laughs> made into a movie. We're going to talk about Splash as often as we've talked about Die Hard. I um, think this is just, just call this episode Splash. I want yeah. people to listening who are screaming the answer to this to tweet at me. I was screaming the answer to this while it was If happening. anyone's screaming the answer, I, I am I'm flabbergasted. Yeah. I, okay, I don't, is, no, okay. Is J.K. Simmons playing like a um like a parental figure? He's not like one of the leads. I just I've only seen the trailer as well. He's not I one of the like two leads. Maybe th- no, no, he's not one of the romantic leads. Are they like um in their thirties, the leads, or in their twenties? Maybe twenties or thirties. I'm not sure. This is it's, okay. Making me crazy. It's not Judd Apatow, is it? No. Okay, it's not Judd Apatow. It's not Adam McKay. It's not. Okay. <laughs> this is crazy. This one is so <laughs> this, hard. This is this is actually crazy. Is Chris Evans in it? Um, probably not. 
Okay, or any like one of the big like Marvel guys. No. Like Sebastian Stan did some movies that I feel no, like. No, the the romantic male lead is very much a comedian. Hmm. Romantic male lead. Oh, Adam Sandler? No, but you were <laughs> I thought you had it. Adam Driver? Adam a- Something with an <laughs> A? <laughs> All right. You you had me at Adam Sa. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's Andy. Never mind. It, it, Andy. Andy. It's, oh my God. Yeah. All right. Is it Celeste and Jesse forever? No, no that's no. not from five years ago. This is crazy. It is Andy Samberg. I don't know why I, th- I heard uh, Adam. And- I can't remember what else he was in besides like pop star and mm-hmm. uh, that's my boy, which is. Normally, I don't let him go this long, but we're living in like this beautiful world of ambivalence right now. I yeah, I, I don't think do. I know this movie. Uh, I don't think we are I looking either. for Palm Springs. Oh, I Palm saw it. I saw this movie. Oh, I've they seen got this. sucked into something. Okay, yes, all right. I've seen this movie. Okay, I, I am also a wuss when it comes to time loop movies. That that freaks me out too much. I see. But, but, I, I, what I was trying to hint at is like people were like, "Oh, this is a Groundhog Day movie." Yes, Just like, right, 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 right. And movie? time travel. Okay, see with the time traveler's wife. You were very close. <laughs> you, could said, yeah. you could have said. You could have said that there was something there. <laughs> that no, but you're on to something, and then right. I would have gotten it. Yeah. Well, let's wrap with this. Let's, <laughs> let's wrap shit. with this. I it's, said I was. A, I said I was a good loser last round, but no, I'm fucking not. I literally, <laughs> I literally forgot. Not only about that movie, but that he was in that movie. I who? Yes, same. I don't, I don't remember J.K. Same. Simmons being in that movie. I, like it, he, I when I watched the trailer, it looks like J.K. Simmons. And like I said, I haven't seen the movie. I'm surprised this you haven't is seen spoilers. It, actually. If you haven't, maybe based on the trailer, it looks like J.K. Simmons is just some other wedding guest. Oh yeah, who's he's stuck in the loop as well. Right. And so there's like the romantic two, and then J.K. Simmons has been in the loop for like a long time or something. He seems to be like a yeah. like father figure to the loop. Right. Because he think right. he says stuff okay. like, oh, imagine doing this as long as I have or like something like that. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm I'm not, I, I, I get really freaked out. Like I said, I get freaked out by, by time loop movies because they, you know, remind me of the one time I did edibles. <laughs> never again. Never again. Um, oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I have wanted to watch this movie. It is, um. It is pretty fun. Like it, I, yeah. I, I'm also stressed out by. I really time like stuff, uh, Kristen was, Milley. I like I like yeah. Kristen Milioti a lot. Yeah. she's she's. she's uh, I didn't she's know anything it. about it. I mean, I knew about it, but then when I watched it, I'm like, oh, this looks uh, like charming as hell. I think you'd really like, like yeah. it. I, I genuinely think you'd really like it, Kyle. All right. Well, Mara, thank you for having never seen Die Hard. Um, <laughs> thank you. If, if, thank uh, you so uh, much for having me. <laughs> thank you for never on having me. to hurt. talk about Splash and also um, Die Hard. Yes. Are you on, you're on here to promote like the Criterion Collection Blu ray of Splash? <laughs> oh, <out>. Splash. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Hire there, me, Ron Howard. We're both child actors. We've got that in common. Come on. Do it, Ron. <laughs> um, one of the nine actors my dad knows, which is hilarious. Uh, I think I think the same. My dad has not fought, my dad has not stayed awake in a movie since Spinal Tap, I think, or maybe Airplane. <laughs> what yeah. was uh, Ron Howard's name on uh, when he was a little kid? What was, was it? Uh, char- what was his oh. character's name on that, that Opie? show? Opie. Opie that's yeah. right. My dad will Opie, call. Yeah. Ron Howard could be have won an Oscar, which I'm, he may have. He could be he leaving has. the He's won Oscars. Several. Yeah, Ron Howard could be have all of his Oscars with him, be leaving the Oscars and bump into my dad, and my dad would go, 
I just saw Opie with a statue. Like that's what would happen. Yeah. I mean, my dad, my dad knows these things, but also my dad had a bunch of kids growing up. So like my dad knows Michael Ian Black from the state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and and, the, and like him and like and 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 like he knows he knows that's like I'm like, how do you know that, Dad? Right. How do you know that? And it's because he he walked in while my, you know, my brother who's who's you know, eight years older than me was watching it in, mm-hmm. you know, 1998. And, yeah. <laughs> and yet, yeah. and then doesn't know anything else. That's Weird <laughs> gaps in knowledge. It really he knows is. My, one movie that my dad references all the time is Say Anything. And I'm like, you had, you had like four children under 10. How do you know Say Okay, all right. Maybe you had a date <laughs> night. I don't right, know. Yeah, that is like right in the gap of, of, of where you're like, when were you watching Say Anything? Um, yeah, exactly. Well, uh, let everyone know if there's anything you'd like to promote, if there's anything you want to tell them about, where to find you and that sort of stuff. Now is the yeah, time. Yeah, um, I, let's see. You can find my writing at mara.substack.com. I've been a little bit slow on there recently because uh, I was <laughs> I was recovering from surgery. I'm fine now. Don't worry. Um, and also I did a really amazing, uh, audiobook recently for a book that I really loved. It's this wonderful YA book called One for All. It's a, uh, it's a gender bent sort of three musketeers type story. And, uh, there's also the main character in it has, uh, a disability and a chronic condition, kind of like the one that I have. So, uh, she, she has a fainting condition and it was really, really fun and it's really adventurous and it is available for pre-order now. It comes out on March 8th. Uh, yeah, One for All by Lily Laneoff, narrated by Mara Wilson. And I'm also going to be at 90s Con next month in, well, I guess probably this month by the time this comes out, uh, in Connecticut, which is going to be super fun with, uh, some of my friends from Mrs. Doubtfire. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a lot of, I'm doing a lot of fun stuff like that. Um, and you can find me at Mara Wilson on Twitter and on Instagram. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you everybody for listening and we'll we'll talk to you here soon. Podcast Network. Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. I figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say. Uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who who like the podcast is just the best. And developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. 
send it to a friend, tell them to come out, Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so with the venues that are emailing me and they're just, it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleairs.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute, the best. <laughs>